Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 779. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about should you buy or should you sell? Or maybe you should just do nothing. But I'm getting that question a lot. Should I buy? Should I sell? Well, we're going to talk about what's going on, what's causing this correction, and my opinion about the correct action to take right now. So first, I want to say that this correction in the stock market is being caused by the U.S. dollar rising. This is something that I said would happen. It was also something I said was a difference of opinion with other experts out there who have been calling for a dollar that would get weaker and weaker and weaker into oblivion. And I said, no, I disagree. The dollar is going to get stronger. And in fact, other currencies are getting weaker. We're seeing the euro, the yen, other foreign currencies get weaker and the dollar get stronger. That's exactly what I thought would happen. And I thought it would cause this correction. That's why on September 17th, we took some tactical action to raise some cash so that we will have a buying opportunity that we find during this correction. However, I don't think it's quite yet. I think we have further to go. I think people are still a little bit too comfortable. They're wanting to jump in and buy as if this correction is already over. Well, it's not over, sorry. We are gonna have some sharp rallies before we have another decline. So be very cautious, don't get over leveraged, and don't buy too early. That's one problem that I see is that people stay very bullish even though we've started a sharper decline and they buy very early. They buy maybe after only a 5% decline and we've already declined by 10% now and like I said, we have further to go. So this isn't yet, in my opinion, the time to buy but it also certainly isn't the time to sell because now that the market's down more than 10%, you definitely don't wanna be selling here. I do think this is the kind of correction that you can hold through, because I do think that when we reach the bottom of this, we are going to have a lot of things come in that are going to drive the market higher from that low. So while I don't think it's time to buy, I also don't think it's time to sell. I think it's just time to hold through this and not get too scared to be shaken out of whatever positions that you own. This is really a deflationary move. When the dollar rises, it's deflationary. And it also is a result of lack of velocity of money. That means people aren't spending. What they're doing is they're paying off their debt. They're not spending. And so that lack of velocity of money is also coming into play here. But as a result of that lack of spending, 
Today we saw in the news talk of another stimulus on the table. This is a $2.4 trillion bill that is back on the table and being discussed. It's my opinion that we will experience a second round of stimulus and that we will have that paid directly to us through federal reserve accounts that will be made out to citizens of this country. So that is my opinion about what's going to happen in terms of future stimulus payments. Yes, they are on the horizon. We also had Treasury Secretary Mnuchin talk today about the CARES Act, and he said he would support legislation allowing automatic forgiveness of small PPP loans. Well, if you're talking about automatic forgiveness of loans, isn't that debt forgiveness? Yes, it is. That's what I've been predicting is more debt forgiveness. And in fact, I predict total debt forgiveness is in our future. But this is another sign that we have another step of debt forgiveness being looked at and considered. The other area was in the form of student loans being forgiven. So we'll see what else gets forgiven in the near future. Also in the news, we had Governor Newsom of California be the first governor to announce that he is phasing out all gasoline-powered cars by 2035 in a major effort to reduce the state's emissions. While many people are big fans of electric vehicles, Teslas and such, and it seems like every day now there's more electric vehicle companies coming onto the stock market and raising capital. But the interesting thing about electric vehicles is they do affect one of our other favorite investments. Can you think of what that might be? Well, if you said silver, you're right. And I found this article, it's not a new one. Actually, I missed it. It's from last December, 2019, from the goldsilver.com website. And it says why Elon Musk secretly loves silver. So I wanted to share this with you because even though silver prices have dropped sharply, remember they've been the number one performing asset class all year, up 58%. So this pullback is not unusual for silver. It's very volatile. And we have some shenanigans going on in the background too with price manipulation. But we're not gonna get into that. But I will say that the true value of silver is not $23 an ounce. That is laughable. So let's talk about why silver is so valuable. And here's this article from Jeff Clark from goldsilver.com. It says, it's no secret that Elon Musk has some revolutionary ideas. And by most measures, he's been wildly successful. Tesla orders hit a record 97,000 vehicles globally in the third quarter, not to mention 250,000 pre-orders for the new Cybertruck. The stock is more than doubled since May 1st, and you might recall Mike Maloney is a big fan of Tesla cars. But there's something you may not know about Elon Musk. He won't admit it publicly, neither will most green company CEOs, but it's a reality for all of them. They desperately need silver. The fact is the growing green revolution requires the use of silver. Due to its unique chemical makeup, silver is one of the elements that directly or indirectly make green technologies what they are. 
Whether you know it or not, incorporating more green technologies and products into your life means you are, by default, using more silver. Ditto society as a whole. That's where silver plays a role in the green revolution. And then it goes into a part called electricity generation. Silver is used in most electrical generation today because it has the highest known electrical and thermal conductivity of all the metals. And when it comes to green electricity, solar is one of the fastest growing segments of the market. Solar is green because it is a renewable energy source and emits no carbon emissions. The amount of silver used in solar panels can vary, but a fair average is about 20 grams or 0.643 troy ounce, roughly two thirds of an ounce. We put 23 solar panels on our roof earlier this year, so we used 14.8 ounces of silver. That may sound like a small number of ounces, but it adds up quickly. Consider, even if you don't have silver panels on your home, an increasing number of buildings do. In California, a new law goes into effect January 1st that will require solar on every new building of four stories or less. Other states and countries could easily follow suit. And by any measure, the use of solar in our society is poised to grow significantly. And then it has two charts here that show solar in 2017 was 2% of global electricity generation by type. And then in 2030, it's projected to be 7%. It goes on to say electricity from solar power is expected to more than triple in just the next 10 years. This growth is partly due to greater environmental awareness and government policy, but it's also a result of energy efficient technologies themselves. Solar costs less and can be installed faster than most other energy sources. This makes it especially appealing to second and third world countries, both China and India are on track to see a significant increase in solar capacity. It's not just solar, but all renewables. Windmills use silver too. Brushes that contain silver are used in the motors and generators of wind turbines. Copper versions of the brushes have been popular, but many end users are switching to silver brushes, which, although more expensive, perform better long-term. In total, Renewables are expected to increase to a whopping four and a half times their current level by 2030, expanding their share of global electricity generation from 6% to 14%. This means more and more silver will be required. By 2050, it is estimated that solar panels and wind turbines will require three times more silver than what is used today. If the silver price gets too high, could it be reduced or even eliminated from renewables? For the most part, no. As CRU International reported, it bears repeating that silver has remarkable electroconductive qualities unmatched by other metals. And there is a physical limit on the ability of solar PV manufacturers to continue reducing silver loadings before performance and efficiency losses begin to outweigh whatever benefits are achieved from lower raw material costs. So if your home or business or any establishment you visit gets some or all of its electricity from solar or wind, you can thank silver. And the next section is about electric and hybrid vehicles. Electric cars and trucks require silver. This category includes electric vehicles, EVs, battery electric vehicles, BEV, and plug-in hybrids, PHEVs. 
These vehicles use more silver than the internal combustion engine, ICE. The electric engine, battery pack, and battery management system all require silver. While the amount of silver used in a Tesla and other electric vehicles is small, the aggregate total adds up quickly and will only go higher. If you own either type of vehicle or ride in a car or bus that uses this type of energy, you are using a green technology which silver helped provide. It's not just electric vehicles either. Autos in general are becoming more electrified every year. The majority of electrical connections in a car use silver-coated contacts. Silver switches are used to start the engine, control electric seats, and open-close electric windows. Silver is also used in heated seats, window defoggers, and most luminescent displays. This all means that silver demand for this sector is set to rise at a fast clip. CRU International estimates that by 2030, electric vehicles will account for as much as 17% of global car sales, with hybrids accounting for an additional 20%. As a result, the amount of silver used by the auto industry alone will reach an estimated 70 million ounces by 2030, up from 45 million ounces in 2017. The next section is nuclear energy. While the use of nuclear power plants may be controversial, nuclear is a zero emission clean energy source. And unbeknownst to many people, nuclear power plants use silver too. Silver is used with other metals to produce control rods for nuclear reactors. While the amount of silver per rod is small, it is a vital component. The amount of silver in a reactor can vary, but the average reactor contains 20 individual rods, which amounted to about 56,000 ounces of silver for the industry last year. If you are the recipient of electricity generated from a nuclear power plant, silver helped produce that green power, and the nuclear industry is set to grow. So if you don't get power from nuclear now, you may in the future. It's worth pointing out that the newer nuclear plants use rods that contain more silver. That's why CRU International says demand for silver from this industry will undoubtedly grow. There is a low rate of replacement for the rods though, so the growth will primarily come from new nuclear plants being built. And the last section is called going green equals going silver. As the world incorporates more green technologies into society, you will, by default, use more and more silver in your daily life. Silver helps make green technologies what they are. And as new technologies are discovered, silver's unique properties will make it a key component in their development and use. Welcome to the green revolution and welcome to silver. End of article. Well, I thought that was a really fabulous article and very clearly spells out why the demand for silver is going to increase in the future. And of course, silver being as rare as it is, higher demand without a lot more supply means a lot higher prices somewhere in our future. So we can take advantage of this pullback in silver. And if you haven't purchased your silver yet, you're being given a great buying opportunity. As I've been talking about, we are going into the quantum age and every day I see evidence that we're getting there faster and faster with new financial systems going into place, with the electric vehicles that are coming out, with robotics, 
and yes, different forms of energy like solar panels and other types. Green energy, clean energy, they all need silver. And you heard why it's not easy to replace silver because of its unique qualities. So while I already really liked silver, this makes me like it even more. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available so you never miss one of them. And if you're looking for a good financial book to get your financial house in order, figure out your future, and get your millionaire action plan on track, check out my book, You're Already a Wealth Heiress, Now Think and Act Like One, Six Practical Steps to Make It a Reality Now. I'm proud to say this book was ranked on the list of all-time best wealth books by Book Authority. Check it out at Amazon or any local bookstore. And if you're overseas, it's also available at amazon.uk. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.